This is Flip Gordon, and you are listening to Wrestling POV Podcast. What's going on, everybody? It's MLW's Ikiro Kwan, representing the Contra Unit, and we're here with Wrestling POV's Global Entertainment Podcast. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. What's up? This is Jeff Cobb. You're listening to WPOV Global. Hey folks, welcome to another edition of WPOV Global. I'm your host, the legend T. James Logan. With me this week, only one of my two compadres. That's right, the three amigos are not running with you this week. Uh, personal reasons, Ant the Liberated is not with us this week. It's a bit sad for me and a bit sad for my other co-host. Let me introduce the gentleman, Elio Canella. Elio, oh, yeah. how's it going? How you doing, doing, brother? Well. I'm doing good. Well, you know what? Uh, we're in uh, week 642 of quarantine, <laughs> and uh, there is no end in sight. Just mm-hmm. I throw that out there. Um, if you see a light at the end of the tunnel, don't go for it. It's probably death. All right? <laughs> so just saying, don't run to the light. You're an idiot if you do. Okay? Anyhow, uh, Elio, how's it yes, going, sir. brother? I'm doing well. Yeah? How was your week? Did something cool happen? Uh, my week's been okay. Uh, actually, this past Tuesday, I got a... I got mail because I have to go for blood work again in August. Uh-huh. I have to go to the hospital. It's really they, they messed up my date of birth on there. They messed up your date of birth. They did because now you know that my birthday is two days after It's March 12, 1974 was my date of birth. Right. The requisition came in. I can't, clearly I can't take this in to get blood work because I looked at the date of birth and they wrote March 12, 2020. 2020? <laughs> Technically, I shouldn't even be here. No, no, you, that makes you like the baby face of the company because you <laughs> would be a baby at three or wow. four months. <laughs> Anyhow, wow. Uh, I got to tell you, my week has been, um, I don't know, it hasn't been too exciting. It's been a little bit boring. It's, uh, it is still a little weary. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm glad the fact is we've not had a whole bunch of news of rioting. We haven't had a whole bunch of news of massive COVID deaths. So let's look at this as a positive week. And I will take it from there, you know. Um, I got to tell you, buddy, I am very excited. I know you are too. You said it just before we went on the show is, thank goodness New Japan Wrestling is back. Yes. It was so good to see some New Japan Wrestling for a change. It's a little bit hard right now because there is no English commentator. So mm-hmm. you're basically listening to Japanese or turn off the sound. But, man, it is exciting to have it back. Some really good quality wrestling. Good to see the guys. I mean, I always say to people, the reason I started this show was that I could talk about New Japan with somebody else. And then yep. it's been a little bit hard that there has not been New Japan in so many months. So good on them. Hopefully it's not too soon. But we'll see from there. Today we're going to be going over, uh, after we do the hot uh, hot topic or hot topic of the week. Um, we're going to be going over uh, the last, the first two nights of the new Japan cup. All right. And we're going to explain what the hell that's all about. And, and uh, talk about the, there's a, we've, I've picked a match for each night for you fans to take a look at. And uh, well, let's get started first of all, with our hot topic of the week. Okay. Right. The hot topic of the week for me, it was, uh, I picked this hot topic this week because I've been noticing, you know, um, you have two very high-profile wrestlers who are the current 
AEW Tag Team Champions. I'm, of course, talking about Kenny Omega, who's considered probably, for at least last year, was considered the best wrestler in the world. And then Hangman Adam Page, who is no slouch himself. Uh, together, they form a tag team. Uh, they don't dress the same. They don't hang out very much. They don't have they don't even really have catchphrases a team name. or te- yeah. They don't even have a team name. <laughs> However, they are the AWE, the AEW World Tag Team Champions. So after watching the bit, I had to throw out the question to people: Are they the best tag team in AEW right now, or are they even maybe the best tag team in the world? What do you think? What do you think? And before we get too far into it, uh, folks. It doesn't mean we're saying that we think they're the best tag team in the world, okay? It doesn't even say that anywhere. That's just, you know, whoever says that, you're just reading into something that you want to see. Yep. Uh, this was a whole stimulation of conversation. I wanted to see where you fans stood on the team of Omega and Page. And I'm going to tell you where I stand right now on the team of Omega and Page. Um, I think they're very fine wrestlers. Uh, individually, they're, they're both championship material. Together, they actually work as a, a cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very focused. They have, they seem to have found a way to merge their various finishing moves together, which is a bonus. Um, however, they just don't really have that team feel. You know what I mean? They, they, they definitely feel the, the two, let's put two guys together that sometimes comes off great, but more so than not, you can't help but feel that they're just two really good guys on a team. And that if a real team came along with a real cohesive uh, set pattern to what they do, that they would take apart a team like this. So um, when I asked that question, because let's face it, um, in AEW, they are the champions, which makes them the number one tag team. And I got to tell you, Elio, looking especially at today's Dynamite, Mm -hmm. there are a hell of a lot of teams in AEW right now. And there's some very good teams. There's some teams they're not using very well. But they're all in all, these are some pretty good teams in there. Yeah. So I wanted to take a look at that. Omega and Page, yeah. are they the best in AEW? And I threw it out there just to be a little controversial. Do you think they're the best in the world? What do you think, Elio? Tell me, me I'm going to say, okay, I like Page, I like Omega, both individually and as a team. They're good wrestlers, but they're not the best in AEW, like, or professional wrestling. Okay. Is uh, my, my POV. So, yeah, they're good, but they're not, like, the greatest team. Do you think they should find a name? Like, they could they, call themselves... Uh, well, they, they need a name. Like, I mean... Pomega? <laughs> or... <laughs> or, uh... O-Page? O-Page. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that, that's the thing uh, also. The one, that's the, all... one wing, the one wing cowboy? <laughs> oh. uh, the buckshot... The buckshot V-trigger? They could call themselves the V-triggers. <laughs> See, that's uh-huh. also they can carry what, little guns. That's also what makes a, a team is um, mm-hmm. you know, having a team, having a name. Like, yeah. uh, people will associate like with that when you hear their entrance music or when you hear that name, you know who's coming out. Just like the fabulous ones. Well, at least they're not the goddamn natural uh, disasters, right? (laughs) Now, it's funny. You remember what the first thing I said is when I wrote this and I said, I said, you know what? There's going to be some pro WWE Yahoo who's going to put them down and then start naming WWE tag teams. And it'll all come down to the stupid Usos running around going, Oos, Oos, Oos. And what do we see the first comment that comes in? 
our good buddy over at WPOV Wrestling, uh, Rick Serrano III, saying about how great the Usos are. Jeez. Go ahead, read that comment, please. All right. So Rick Serrano III says, I know my judgment on tag teams have come into questioning, but Omega and Page aren't even top three teams on AEW. Top team on AEW, dare I say, is the Young Bucks. And the best team in professional wrestling is hands down the Usos. Oh, my God. No. Of course, this is coming from a guy who's named the Natural Disasters as one of the best teams. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I shouldn't give him such crap about that. We did say uh, pick teams you liked. Yeah. However, also bear in mind, I gave a fantasy team, you know, you could have a fantasy pick. I don't know why he didn't give them as the fantasy pick. Uh, <laughs> because there's nobody else besides. I don't even think the natural disasters put themselves in the top 27 <laughs> teams of all time. <laughs> anyway, but okay. Okay. Uh, right. What else? You got any other more comments? Then we have Scott Young says, stop it. They are a great makeshift team, but to call a team that hasn't even been tagging a year in the, the best in the world is crazy. Okay, all I got to say is stop it, Scott. We didn't say they were the best. We were just throwing out a question. Um, see the idea Hold on. here. That's not what we were asking. Yeah, yeah. You know, here's the thing, Scott Young. If you'd read that, you would have maybe connected the dots logically we were taking the fact that if you are the world tag team champions doesn't that supposed to mean you're the best in the company right <laughs> so they are the baby face best team in in the thing because they're holding the belts but do are they really the best team in aew and the AEW represents half of the big wrestling world right now are they the best team in the world so we didn't say they were we didn't say, yay, go guys, we love you. So, you know what? Stop it, Scott Young. Stop it and read the question because you're just being ridiculous. Okay? Our next so, comment. Oh, go on. I was going to say, don't be a Karen. Don't be a Karen, Scott. <laughs> you can complain to my manager all you want, but the fact is, you didn't read the fine print. Okay. All right. The next one comes from Joe Barton with a simple comment. No, not even close. Ooh, somebody with a little fire. You know what? I'm not going to make fun of that because, you know, it would be nice if you'd expanded on it so I, could, so I could know why. But you know what? You're definitive and I'll give you that. Okay, next. Another uh, one short comment. Mm -hmm. Jim Sirigo says, no, FTR is. <laughs> wow. I'm going to disagree with that because, as ex yeah, we'll get into FTR down the road. Um, they're an okay team, but remember, they were just sort of bland manila midget, midgets in uh, WWE. So I'm not sure how you could think they're the best of the world since they haven't really even fought. Well, who did they fight? They fought some jobber team last week in AEW. So it's kind of hard to say that they're the best tag team in the world when they haven't, I don't know, wrestled in a long time or won anything. So, yeah. Okay. And then, then we have four more comments that are simple. Like one yeah. answer, like Brett Gilmore says, G-O-D. Oh, he's picking the Gorillas of Destiny. Great team. Okay. Don, Don Chief says neither. Ooh, did, okay. Well, she'd expanded a little bit more so we could argue. Or Ron Lucas says no. And Christopher yeah. Casey says Brid the Briscoes or Gorillas of Destiny. Okay, now when he's talking Briscoes, I really hope he means um, 
I hope he doesn't mean like uh, Jack and Jerry. Is Jerry even, is Jack alive? We, uh, we need to elaborate. Don't just put short one word answers. Yeah, because you know what? Um, I would like to know why. Why do you think uh, the gorillas of destiny? Like, you know what? I'm not saying I do, uh, agree or disagree. I'm a big fan of New Japan. And uh, I, I like that team a lot. But I would like to know why you guys thought that, you know? And, and so, if, if you want to, if fans want to write, write in with their suggestions or ideas, they can do that by going to our Facebook page, Wrestling POV Podcast. Instagram at WrestlingQE1 and Twitter at WrestlingQE. Oh, excellent. Well, you know what, fans, take that opportunity. You know what, just to give you an example, we do actually read the things you guys send in. Uh, sometimes people have sent in suggestions of things we should talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Even as, as far as like tomorrow, we record our, our next quarantine episode. And uh, it is uh, covering uh, black wrestlers from Boba Brazil to Ron Simmons, some of the big names that really made a difference and should be kind of highlighted. Next week, the topic actually, it was a topic we kind of vaguely discussed amongst the hosts, but we had uh, a fan who I'm going to call him a super fan because he seems to be the only guy for quarantine writing in all the time, right. which is cool. like to see him. So um, what was that guy's first name? I can't, I can't remember. Uh, Joe? Was it Joe? Joe. Yeah, Joe. Joe. Well, Joe suggested... Um, that we do a thing about, you know, wrestlers moving into movies. And I thought I'd take a look at that. And, and, and I didn't want us to get stuck with a whole bunch of just like rock movies or stuff like that. I wanted to go the way of, you know, some of the wrestlers that are branching in. And, mm-hmm. and I've got my thing about the WWE stuff because, you know, studios that nobody watches direct-to-video things, do we really want to count that? Like, do we really care uh, Mr. Anderson or Miz was in, like... The Marine or however the many Marine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But we'll talk about some of the cool movies that we've seen in the past, including movies that, uh, like The Wrestler, and I'm not talking the Mickey Rourke one, but the one back in the day with... Uh, I've, I've heard of that one. Now. The Vern Gagne. Uh, I Like to Hurt People with Dusty Rhodes and Abdullah the Butcher. There's, there's all kinds of interesting stuff out there. We're going to talk about those on next week's... And thank you, Joe, because, you know, as we batted around ideas, we didn't solidify on anything. And the, the fact that a fan wrote in and said, this is what I'd find interesting, we were like, you know what? since we had been talking about it yes let's do that so maybe that happens to you fans there's ideas that you wonder what we could talk about on quarantine and you think would be a good topic please write into the places elio's elio told you and now, uh, there's a good chance we'll take a look at that now hold on you, you keep uh, saying this word uh, wpov word? you keep saying wpov quarantine uh, we should explain to the fans what wpov quarantine is Okay, WPOV Quarantine is a new show that we have started since we've been in quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's slightly different than the show that you're listening to now. Yes. It does feature me as the main host. It does feature Elio. Uh, sometimes Elio is playing more technical. Sometimes he jumps in the, in the thing. But mm-hmm. we usually um, have a couple guests, usually wrestlers or people involved in the wrestling industry. Uh, they join us. We pick a topic. And here's what makes it very different. It is not, this, it's only available, this show, on Facebook and on YouTube. It's not, you're not going to find it on iTunes and the other places that you find mm-hmm. uh, all the other WPOV shows. This is a, kind of a YouTube special. That means, yes, it is also a video show. So you will be seeing a host. You'll see us talking. I have to put on a shirt to do a show. That's ridiculous. <laughs> hats. What's hard enough to put hats on? I got to put a shirt on? Anyhow. Uh, quarantine is just a fun thing that we try and do just to talk some cool topics. We've talked all kinds of different things. 
we're got we're interested in anything else you guys do it appears weekly i believe what day is it thursday night or friday thursday Sunday or at night in the evenings right so you know what um take a check at it it's some fun stuff and um yeah wvpov quarantine okay now you guys know what quarantine is we hope you uh, can take a look at us we regularly have rick uh rick Serrano, I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to give in to the thing of making fun of them like they try and make poke fun at us all the time. <laughs> Rick Serrano the third, regular guest. Tony Diaz, also from WPOB Wrestling, a regular guest. They come on. Um, we also had a few other people we've interviewed who have come back and, and done some stuff. So there's lots of fun stuff there. And uh, it, it's, it's a cool. It's an hour to an hour and a half talking about an interesting topic. It's a roundtable, a lot of discussion, a lot of point of views. And so I think it's pretty fun. Now let's get into, um, let's get in. We got our hot topic of the week. So we obviously determined that uh, most people don't see them as the best team, but they're a pretty darn good team. I'm going to have to say that Adam Page and Kenny Omega are a good team. And I can see as their champions. I mean, history is full of teams put together of two wrestlers. Mm-hmm. However, I wouldn't say they're the best team. And I got to say, AEW is stacked full of teams right now. Some good, some bad, but even when we get into tonight's AEW Dynamite, there were a hell of a lot of tag teams on tonight's match. Unfortunately, so, unfortunately, some companies don't believe in tag teams. And WWE, we're looking your way. Surprise! <laughs> but uh, let's get into before we go into our break. I want to talk really quickly about New Japan and okay. the New Japan Cup. Okay. Now, Elio, do you know the point of the New Japan Cup? Why it's being what the prizes and why they hold it? Ooh, it's been a while since we talked New Japan. Um, I'm gonna okay, I'll tell you. Okay. okay. Well, I was going to say, you... someone, uh, they get, the winner gets a tag team shot, the tag team championships. Well, that is on the New Japan, uh, the tag team cup. But on this cup, on the New Japan singles cup, uh, it's sort of a, a tournament. Okay. that uh goes through it's a bit of a round robin uh, well not i don't actually you know what it's not a round robin sorry it's a it's a knockout tournament uh at the end the winner of this tournament will get a title shot uh, at the end of the tournament not at an undisclosed date but like the day after they win this one they'll oh, go into okay. a match the next day uh featuring them getting a title shot against the current iwgp champion i believe it's right? no it's a, it's at naito he currently holds both the right. world title and the intercontinental title. So see how long, see long it's been since we've yeah, no kidding, it. Eh? So what we're looking at here is a fun tournament. It involves a ton of people in New Japan where you're going to find tag team partners in there. You're going to find mid heavyweights in there and you're going to find some legitimate heavyweights in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, so far we've had two cards coming into tonight's thing. Uh, the, the format is usually the same. They'll have four matches that involve the cups. And until they get near the end and uh, they'll have a couple, you know, a bunch of six man, eight man, 10 man, whatever tags matches like that. Uh, usually there are no other matches that are highlight matches except for the tournament matches. So you're not going to see any feuding stuff or other title shots going on during this. Maybe they might have it as a marquee near the end, but most of the times no. Um, so let's take a look at uh, day one. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm just going to quickly read the results and uh, tell you which match we thought was really outstanding. We had Togi Makabe defeating uh, Yota Suji, who is a young lion. In so line, yep. Yeah. So we we had kind of an idea going in that this was Makabe's to lose, if you know, but which he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, we had uh, Toriyano versus Jado, which man, 
Giotto is like a train wreck. He is so poor of a wrestler these days. And you know what? Yes, he had a great run before, but he's almost at the point where he's a veteran so old and so slow that it's almost embarrassing to watch him. You know, he doesn't really offer much in any of his matches. Like I remember uh, Toriano. He, he's, yeah. a, he's a team with uh, Gato. Yeah, they were a big tag team years ago. They were one of the first Japanese uh, invasion teams that came along. They were great at one time, but I mean, dude, that's like 20, 25 years ago. So you can see why they've lost their step, okay? Yeah. Uh, we had Hiromo Takahashi defeating uh, Tomaki Hanma. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that I'm not the biggest Hanma fan. Neither am I. Uh, I gotta say, though, Takahashi might be somebody to watch in this tournament. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt for him to go all the way. Before this whole COVID came in, they, they were planning on building a program of, of uh, Takahashi challenging Naito. So this just might be a way to that. Um, we'll see how the, the booking goes. And then definitely the match of the night, Tomohiro Ishii defeating Al Desperado. Yes. Man, Ishii. I is swear, every time Ishii delivers, every time he delivers one of those chops, I'm like, ow. Yeah, chop to the throat and <laughs> neck. Like, man. Chop, and do not, punch, chop, punch in the corner. It, and when do people just realize you probably shouldn't make fun of him? Like, you know, like Al Desperado <laughs> made fun of him about his height. Oh, I know, right? And, and that ticked him off. Yep. <laughs> Pretty darn good. Good match, folks. Search this one out. Ishii versus uh, Al Desperado. Yeah, you can't go wrong with an Ishii match most times. This one was a great one. Day two we went in, we had uh, the Bone Soldier, Taiji Ishimori, defeating Gabriel Kidd. Gabriel Kidd being a young lion. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru defeating Yoya Yumaro, who's another young lion. Yep. So nothing, uh, nothing earth-shattering there. Um, Kazuchika Okada defeating his former manager Ghetto. Ghetto. Oh, Ghetto. Yeah. Um, strange match. I, I expected actually to see Okada really beat on Ghetto, but Ghetto managed to orchestrate a lot of stuff. One thing I really miss about NJPW. What's that? It's Kevin Kelly's commentary for some reason because I just love seeing him. You son of a... (laughs) (laughs) You think it's so personal. I can't believe he did that. What a scumbag. He should die. (laughs) Oh, easy, Kevin Kelly. (laughs) And uh, definitely, surprisingly, on paper, this might not have seemed like it would be as great a match as it was. And I know when I told you that I thought this was a great match for you to check out. And you looked at me and said, aren't these two really old dudes? I said, yes, but these old dudes try to permanently injure each other. <laughs> We're talking about Yuji Nagata, the Blue Justice, defeating Minoru Suzuki. Okay. The king, man, went down hard on this one. This is a crazy-ass match. People beating on each other. I, that could only make him uh, angrier than he already is. I don't think you can get any more angrier than Minoru <laughs> Suzuki is. I think I think he's at the point, dude, where he gets so mad that now he's going to be nice. It's kind of like what the corner because you can't get any more matter. You would have a freaking brain aneurysm; your head would blow up and you'd die. Simple. Um, <laughs> uh, I gotta say, I'm always like Nagata. I know he's an old dude, and you know he's not the best shape anymore. But mm-hmm. it seems when sometimes when it's time to go, you, you get him motivated. Nagata's going to kick some ass, and he definitely had a very good showing here against Suzuki. Why don't you go back and take a look at that match? Mm-hmm. De- take a look definitely so those are the first two nights there's a bunch more nights to come it should be some great wrestling i do know scheduled then for the next round i do believe they talked about uh ishii taking on makabe mm-hmm. which is just going to be a beat the crap out of each other kind of match so 
looking forward to that. Uh, New Japan, up and running. I noticed, too, that they take into this stuff very seriously, this whole COVID thing. They, uh, they're, like, sanitizing the mats and the rings between matches, guys in full suits, come, like full hazmat and, and, suits. And they're forcing, they're forcing fans to wear masks. Yeah, great. And I really hope uh, this is something that continues. Uh, I know we've been having a lot of openings of our uh, show lately, be it some heavy-duty stuff, talking about some things. We just decided to take a break this week, you know, two of us and have some fun with some wrestling. It was great to see some New Japan wrestling. The only heavy thing I'm going to say is this this week. There's lots of people out there who are getting rather annoyed or kind of PO'd at the fact that uh, people are expected to wear face masks. Okay. Um, I've put on the face mask going shopping. I hate it. I am going to say I hate it, but I get it. You know what? Um, it isn't just for me. It's also for protect other people and to be considerate of people around you. Um, the other day I went into a store, I had to get some um, antifreeze and I was in the drugstore or in the um, hardware store and there was looking for something. And it was sort of funny because I kind of, for a minute there, I forgot, you know, like really what's going on. And the lady was standing there and I went to talk to her and I kind of leaned in to talk to her and she leaned right back. And at first I was thrown off. I was like, well, what the, f-? but then I was like, wait a second. She doesn't know who the hell I am and this COVID crap still floating around. Yeah. So, you know, I've got to adjust myself. Like I shouldn't really be leaning into people and talking like that, you know, because we're at a different kind of norm right now. And, uh, so you know what, these face masks, they may seem like a bit of a pain in the ass, but they're definitely there to help others. Maybe not just yourself. You know so, what I don't get? Uh, let me get uh, advanced trigonometry. <laughs> I don't get that. Now people have to wear masks and they don't want to. You know, on Halloween, they don't have to wear masks, but they do. But they want to. I don't know <laughs> what what's going on. You just hit on the hammer, man. Trudeau, Trump, hand out candy. For everyone wearing a mask. <laughs> it seems to work on Halloween. Do this, man. More people will wear masks if they get candy out of this. I guarantee you. Cost you a lot less than everything else. So, folks, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break here. When we get back, we're going to talk some AEW Dynamite. That's right. I said it right. Dynamite. And, uh, well, we'll be back in a minute, guys. Hey, fans, we are back. Did you know that WPOV... Uh, actually have some t-shirts available. WPOV Wrestling has t-shirts mm-hmm. available in four different colors. 1995 each American. They are some sharp looking things coming. Like I said, four different colors. The money goes to help fund our shows. We're up to like four shows now. You know, we have, a, we've got you covered. You know, we have this show, WPOV Global, where we talk about everything that doesn't involve the WWE, except we do touch on NXT um, UK. Uh, we usually cover New Japan. Uh, you know what? I might even start. Oh, sorry. I should say we do MLW New Japan. We cover um, uh, what else? AEW, of course. Yep. Now, word on the street, and Elio, this might add a lot more on our plate every week. But word is that Impact is becoming pretty good now again. The product's becoming interesting. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no! I don't know which way to think about that, but maybe we might invest in looking at it. Maybe, maybe. Let's, let's let's see how this goes. You know what? I think because uh, we really have nowhere to go right yes. now, I'm because MLW down, I might end up taking a look at Impact this week. Yeah, I think I will too. And you know what? If we deem it worthy of talking about, we will talk about it next week, fans. And maybe okay. maybe it might make it back onto the regular scheduling. Um, now, uh, as I said, that's what we cover. There's mm-hmm. WPOV Wrestling 
covered by our good our good friends Tony Diaz and Rick Serrano the third and Miguel mm-hmm. uh, Miguel Cole and uh, the three of them cover uh, everything to do with the WWE you know they, they cover Smackdown Raw and NXT and they do they kind of dip their toe in our our swimming pool a little bit yep. because they cover their views of AEW yep. and they have and, the Wednesday uh, the light yeah and and it culminates in the in the two of them um, Tony Diaz and Rick Serrano the third voting what they think is better between NXT and AEW mm-hmm. but they take our three votes over on our side and we sit down and watch it. we may not talk about NXT but we do watch it every week and we put in our vote what we think is the better show of the week okay and uh, so there, there's that. There's the MMA show. Our uh, host, who isn't with us today, Anthony Liberated, hosts an MMA show where him and uh, co-host Deontay look at all the stuff going on, UFC, Bellator, and all those other companies. So they keep an ongoing look at that. And then there's our new fourth show, which we've been running. I think we've only had four or five episodes. And that is Quarantine. And Quarantine, like I said, is an exclusive to YouTube and Facebook. You will not find it as you'll find, and I'm going to explain all the other places you can find the other shows, but to find Quarantine, you have to either look, uh, you can listen to us, uh, the audio version on Facebook, or you can actually find a link on YouTube or go to our YouTube channel, Wrestling uh, WPOV, where you'll see our beautiful cherubic faces every week talking wrestling. (laughs) Cherubic, like an angel, like an angel. Anyhow, um, there'll be me, uh, Elio, and a a smatter of guests every week we have different people and uh or some of the same people who knows what's going to bring but we cover each uh, unique topics now those are those two that show quarantine is exclusive to facebook and to uh, youtube but our other shows wrestling pov uh wpov global and the wp or i guess it's the pov mma show are all can be found on facebook itunes spotify our iheart radio and podbean you can find them on all of those uh, things too. And who knows if quarantine does become a bigger thing someday and, and you guys demand it, we may move the platform over. But for now, it's just a bonus fun thing we're doing while we are literally in quarantine. And uh, it, it's been fun. It's been fun. So, but this, you know what? It's our time right now to look at AEW Dynamite. That's right, AEW Dynamite. We're going to go over today's show, talk a little bit about it. Uh, since there is only the two of us on, we're going to take a, a little bit lot harder of a look than we usually do when there's three of us on. Okay. Um, before we get into that, I would like to say that I had news come across to me between the break, actually, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, two new signings in AEW featuring two wrestlers who appeared on tonight's Dynamite. Um, the first one, absolute Ricky Starks. Former NWA champion. NWA television champion, I believe, was it? Um, he actually, you know, when I first saw him, I wasn't sure what to think. He's kind of a smaller, thinner guy. But this guy has got some talent. I really enjoyed him on uh, this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a cool signing. I really do. Um, the next one, I got to tell you, is a mixed bag of marbles for me. Um, the female wrestler, Abaddon. Ugh. Now... What is weird about Abaddon? And, you know, I was actually discussing this with my wife when I had read this news. Okay. The weird thing about Abaddon is this, is, yes, we've always had gimmicky wrestlers. And when it comes to gimmicky women wrestlers, even wrestlers like Sue Young or Rosemary or these kind of, who kind of delve onto these things, is they're also portrayed as women. Sure, they have a dark nature behind them, but it's obvious that there are women 
maybe they're attractive, maybe they're plain. That isn't really the point, but they, you can look at them and realize there are a woman playing a dark side, okay? Abaddon, well, I have no clue what she looks like because she is presented as a very scary zombie demon type thing where her face is so done up and her two different colored contacts, a white one and a red one, mm -hmm. and her makeup set just is so disarming and scary that you can't really see that she is a woman in there. It's easy to think she is just some kind of scary thing in there. And I'm not sure if that's gonna really work. You know what I mean? I brought, um, I brought her to uh, years and Antoine's attention uh, a couple of weeks back uh, when uh, I saw a match of hers on AW Dark. And right. I get the gimmick. It's the whole Rob Zombie living dead girl. Uh, I don't see it working. I mean, Rosemary too young, as, mm -hmm. as ridiculous as those gimmicks were, they worked. Kind of, even though we didn't, we didn't really like like it. No, no, no. It's not that they worked. It's just the fact you realize that they were women portraying yeah. a character. Right. This Abaddon is. But so this Abaddon is just really strange, it's bizarre. Too much. I don't even know how, how to describe it. So. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. And uh, here's the thing: is you know she has this really scary ass gimmick. She doesn't wrestle her gimmick though. She wrestles as a good solid wrestler. But her, it is so disarming, and and I'm not sure if that's going to work in this day and age. Even the I, way I, she enters the ring, like makes her entrance oh, yeah. to the ring. Like she's crawling backwards, yeah. and, like, like the Exorcist. Everything is so scary, yeah. slightly scary. I mean, come on, we're growing ass adults here, but yeah, it's it's very uncomfortable. Yep, and that's that's one thing you can't get past. So. Um, I'm sure I have no idea. I mean, she must be. She has seems to have some training. She seems to be an okay wrestler. But I don't know if this kind of gimmick will work or not. And to be honest, when you, you pointed her out, even I and Antoine at the time said, this is definitely AEW dark stuff. This isn't main roster. This is That's like, why I was surprised when, when I yes. saw that she signed. Yeah, and Nintendo. she made her debut. This was her first match on... Um, on AEW, oh, this Dynamite. upset me. Dude, this upset me. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna go over the card right oh, now, yeah. and uh, we'll, we'll, you can see fans what we're getting at. And uh, so let's start off with this week's AEW Dynamite report. All right, uh, we start off with uh, okay, Kenny Omega and Adam Page, the greatest tag team in the world. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, we went over that earlier. Uh, the, but they are the tag team champions. Mm -hmm. Putting their belts up against a team that, one, I don't even consider a very strong team. Two, I have no clue how these guys got a tag team title shot. I really don't. It does, no. makes no sense. With all these great teams in there, uh, they take on the team of the Natural Nightmares, who happen to be Dustin Rhodes mm -hmm. and QT Marshall. And, now, uh, is it – well, how do you say his name? Because the commentators always You can call him – you can call him Cutie if you want, buddy, but it's QT. No, no, Mar Marshall or Marshall. It is Marshall. That's what he had. That's what he called himself all through ROH. So that's what I'm. Oh, because the commentators keep calling him Marshall. Yeah, you so. know commentators. Come on. <laughs> oh my God! It's a bag of blood oranges. <laughs> oh, shut up, Jr. Um, okay, uh, let's get this out of the way here. Okay. Okay. Start of the match, kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Uh Omega and Paige looked really good. Lots of combination yep. things, lots of good moves. Um, 
Dustin looked good at first. He took a knee to the face, a real knee to the face by Omega, and that one flip staggered him a bit, uh, threw him down. Marshall, I was very, or whatever. I was very surprised by that. He had a beautiful looking standing drop kick. That was a very nice high looking Chris thing. But you know, one thing I don't get is QT Marshall is a trainer of wrestlers. Right. He trains a lot of the wrestlers for AEW. He has wrestled a lot through uh, ROH in a lot of places. Yet, if you listen to the commentary, they kept talking you. If you closed your eyes, you think they were talking about like an 18-year-old kid. Oh, he's really coming along. Oh, he's really improved that thing. And I'm just like, what the hell? He's a definitely a 45-year-old man with hair plugs. Why are you treating him like he's like this up-and-comer who's just going to get there someday? I would, Did I would, not get that. I have a question about the commentaries. Now, yes. Okay, when the show opens, the camera yeah. pans over to the computers. Yeah. Is it just me or does Tony Schiavone just look bored at times? Oh, Tony Schiavone's looked bored <laughs> since the day he's come back. <laughs> so, like, like, the camera's right on there, but, like, he's yeah. just there, looks like he's sleeping. I'm like, what? I think the only thing he enjoys about the whole show is his, imp- his uh, play with Britt Baker. Because most of the time, it does not, like, he is not, he is not given two craps about it. Okay? Yeah. Uh, JR, like I said, he has some great lucid days. He has days where you're just like, oh my God, shut up, JR. <laughs> yeah. um, Excalibur is, interestingly enough, pretty solid lately. And maybe that's because he's picking up the deficiencies of some of the other guys. But I'm actually enjoying him a little bit more than I've had. But this match, uh, it was one of those matches you knew these two guys had no chance. Yep. You know, And I kind of hate that when you go into a championship match where somebody doesn't have a chance at all. Okay. Imagine if it was uh, QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes defending the championships oh, against God. best friends. Oh, <laughs> brother. oh, brother. That Thank God that didn't happen. We had like uh, the non-continuing non-story of Allie. Um, See, that, could, that confuses me. When it AW, confuses everybody. When AEW began, uh, they brought her in. She was a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Then she joined that Nightmare Collective crap. Then they put it with the butcher and the blade, blade, and now she's with the National Nightmares. I don't get it. That's why and I'm saying, no, like, when did this happen? <laughs> I don't I know. You know, we watch it every week, and there's just really no explanation. We just accept that one day she decided she was in love with QT Marshall. I, I don't care. <laughs> and I don't know the point of her coming out. Like, as soon as she walked out, I was like, oh, he's going to blow his move. Yep, she, 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 did, she did nothing there. She did nothing. Just she looked concerned. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not the greatest match. Uh, let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we had, uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. We had uh, a little, okay, this confused me. Is They had a promo package for Anna Jay, which was very good. I enjoyed it. They kind of presented her. Yeah. I, like, we've talked about Anna Jay before. She, you know, she just recently got signed. Uh, she's definitely an up-and-comer, and uh, she's an attractive girl, a good wrestler. And, and yeah. you know, I was enjoying it. I was like, oh, who's she going to, because she had, a package come on right i'm like right. oh who's she gonna squash this week so that she you know then out coming upside down crawling is abaddon uh. and then abaddon beats her so i'm not sure why you gave a whole promo package to somebody that you throw away really quickly um this was abaddon, so bad i immediately put this as my little like that's how bad you? this was i mean no, yeah. no just to do that to energy uh, yeah, um, they could have each had different partners and this would have been better. Um, Abaddon, like I said, uh, 
Well, she's certainly got a big chest, but I'm not sure if uh, it's hard to look past that horrific makeup eye. Con oh, it's it's a scary ass mess going on there. I I'm mean, I, sure. I I checked your Instagram account out. Uh, um, a lot of that's on her Instagram account. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research after and see what this person actually looks yeah, like. Yeah, because, because it's I'm like confused. it's like scary ass Marilyn Manson makeup going on there. Yeah, it's, it's it's just disturbing. And uh, she takes the win in a match that was very short. And I thought it was a bit of a disservice for Anna Jay. Mm -hmm. um, but then this this part, oh man, do not give me this. The Dark Order comes out. Oh, I hated Bro this. They picked up Anna Jay yep. and and they're making eyes over at Colt Cabana, which we find out later on that Brody Lee and Colt Cabana are going to team next week. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't want Anna Jay in this this. Uh, no, our, don't. Don't do, the dark, don't do the it. The dark order is just crap, and, and I don't ruin her like that already. Um, then we had uh, MJF versus Billy Gunn, mm. and wow, there's two things I noticed. Billy Gunn still is a very big man. Yeah, he wrestles not too badly, right. but man, finally MJF really wrestled in the beginning of this match. He really, he kind of impressed me. The smaller guy zipping around doing all kinds of stuff. Finally, somebody gave that Wardlow punk a shove. Mm. You know, Billy Gunn grabs Wardlow and throws yeah. him right. It's about time. Everybody yeah. acts like as soon as he steps up that they're all, you know, drop a deuce in their pants and they're afraid to go near him. Yeah. It was nice to see Billy Gunn just walk over and said, no, you don't, and whip him into the thing. It was awesome. Liked it. Uh, finally, apparently Luchasaurus's testicles descended because he actually finally went after Wardlow after all the time of pussing out for how many weeks? <laughs> you know, looking like a coward. And, there, finally, and, and that's another match we have next week. Yeah. So finally, man. And, and, the, and why it's a lumberjack match? I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. I don't mind the match, but there didn't seem to be a reason that because neither of these guys run away. So Wardlow doesn't exactly run away. So why do you need a lumberjack match? That's usually when you have like a chicken shit heel who's going to run and, and hide and, you know, try and protect himself for, by escaping the ring and, oh, you've caught him. There's no reason for this to be a lumberjack match. If it was MJF, I can understand. Yes, yes. MJF versus somebody that you need is a lumberjack match. But Wardlow? Not getting, not getting that at all. Uh, the match itself was okay. MJF, of course, taking the dastardly win by uh, smucking using the old ring to the forehead thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, poor Billy Gunn, but hey, you know what? Billy Gunn still look good. Uh, maybe I wouldn't mind maybe seeing him a little more. I'm going to say that now. Um, we get a backstage interview with. I don't really like Alex Marvez. There's something. No, he's like a he's, he's like he's, a greasy car salesman who's trying to be a. I don't know. He just doesn't do it as a. And it's not because he's a guy. I don't mind guy interviewers a backstage. Yeah, I think he has yeah, yeah, his own uh, people like Night Ritter or something like that. A newsletter or thing. Yeah. I don't know what he is, and I don't really. I don't really dig him. Uh, so, you know, he interviews the team of Les Sex Gods, of course, who are Chris, Chris Jericho and uh, Sammy Guevara. Yep. Uh, Jericho talks about how, you know, he, that uh, Orange Cassidy took a beating because, you know, he, inter he got himself involved in the business of the inner circle. Yeah, I remember, um, blood is thicker than orange juice. Blood is thicker than orange Jesus. Blood <laughs> is thicker than orange juice, yes. Um, which, of course, meant I was waiting all through the main event for Orange Cassidy to somehow pop up. We'll get into that later. Yep. Um, then we had uh, Tony 
Now, did you notice the thing with Britt Baker when she was sitting on her little, um, the back of the little golf cart? Yeah, yeah. The uh, utility cart. And she had like this little pulley system and she'd put notes she, on yeah, it. Yeah, sending messages. she them up to yeah. Tony and Tony yeah. would read them. Some of it was actually funny. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> okay. But then uh, she goes to say something to her driver who is, what is that girl's name again? Big Swole? No, no, no. Who's the regular driver? Oh, right? oh. Uh, uh, Rebel? Rebel. Rebel. So she goes say something to Rebel, but no, it's Big Swole. And Big Swole threatens her and drives off the poor broken leg Britt Baker in the back. And <laughs> I guess Big Swole is going to do something mean, mean and nasty. Um, then, okay, this is what I, this is some of the things that just confuse me. The last two weeks, we've seen Cody Rhodes as the main event, putting mm-hmm. his belt up against guys who truly did not really deserve a championship shot at all. Right. You know, Jungle Boy, yeah, he won a, some battle royal, but really, Jungle Boy? And then, you know, um, Quinn, what, what the hell's that guy's name? Mark Quinn, Mark, Mark Quinn. Mark Quinn, yeah. So they got main events, and I didn't think they really deserved it. Mm-hmm. This match, I kind of think maybe it could have been a main event if the other if the main event hadn't been so hot. Uh, Cody comes out and says that he's going to give a title shot to somebody who doesn't belong to the company in yep. the spirit of his um, open contract. And now you know the situation there usually is if a guy can prove himself in this thing, you know maybe he will get a contract. And so out comes uh, Ricky Starks. Now, Ricky mm-hmm. Starks is a former NWA television champion. Um, I got to say, he was very cut. He seemed kind of smallish to me when I first seen him. He reminded me of, uh, who are those guys on Impact? Uh, uh, the, the, the guys who were like the bro guys. You remember? Uh, oh, the Rascals? No, no, before the Rascals, way before them. Um, uh, I can't think of those guys' names. There was Jesse Goddard was one of them. And then his... Oh, I, I know who you're talking Robbie E and Jesse Robbie Goddard. E. He reminded me a lot of Robbie E. So, which means I wasn't holding up too much hope in what this guy was going to do. But he actually surprised me. And uh, I actually enjoyed this match quite a bit. Um, It was a very competitive match. It made both guys look good. It didn't make Cody look bad. It didn't make uh, Starks look bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Enjoyed it. Came to a good ending. And uh, a handshake, you know. And Cody didn't bleed himself this week. What a, what a nice refreshing change that was, huh? Nice, it's nice to see him not uh, bleed for for change. He must have listened to our show. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> our parents don't even listen to the show. Anyhow, <laughs> wait, I have so, a fa- I have one family member that listens to our shows. That is true. That is true. But you pay him. Anyhow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, then we get uh, another set, another tag team match. Uh, the team of Super Bad Squad. And boy, talk about super bad. When you have Jimmy Havoc in it, you are super bad. And I don't mean bad as a tough. I mean, you're just bad. Super bad, uh, Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian, I don't know what you did to get this rock put on your shoulder, but Jimmy Havoc really sucks. He did not. You, you, you knew there wouldn't be a match where we weren't going to see some sort of a plot, plier or stable yeah. gun uh, or present. Or some ridiculous crap. There was and so that, much. At least, it wasn't, you, at least he didn't use it this time. Yeah. Um, the Young Bucks were the team they took on. Mm-hmm. Did you think for one second that the Young Bucks were actually going to lose this match? No. No. Um, it was a good match, though. I- I'm going to say, sometimes I like the Young Bucks. I like them when they're like this, when it's not ridiculous, ridiculous moves, but like a lot of concentrated group moves, a little bit of story going on. There was a lot of story of them working on Matt's uh, 
on his chest or in his, his stomach and stuff. And uh, all in all, I thought it was a good match. Um, Butcher and the Blade. The ending, the Butcher and the Blade. These guys came in. They were they were presented as a scary team dressed all in black. Yeah. Now yeah. all of a sudden they they're dressed in like uh, white outfits. Uh, yeah, I they think. were the white outfits. Who was, was that? Uh, Butcher and Blade we're wearing glasses or something. Yeah, and do you remember Jr. He's like, "What? Do these guys work in a bakery?" <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that's what I thought. Jr. Thank you. They're all dressed, all in white, with white toques. I don't understand. And for all you American listeners, a toque is a knitted woolen cap. Anyways, <laughs> it was ridiculous. And then, okay, this is what I don't like, and this seems to be happening a lot with uh, anytime, uh, anytime, uh, Kip Sabian, Jimmy Havoc, or uh, Penelope Ford are involved is the amount of interference with the referee all of a sudden blind when it's mm. this crap happening in front of him constantly and pretending not to see it is really dumb. You know, yep. It's really dumb. Uh, in the end, of course, the Young Bucks win. Um, Butcher and the Blade, I mean, how much time do they get to stand on the apron, interfere? The referee does nothing. You know, and then when they're not doing it, Penelope Ford's running out and hitting them, or Jimmy Havoc's grabbing an object. So, you know, they're presenting the Young Bucks as like, I don't know, they're mini Hulk Hogan's or something because they're taking yeah. beatings like crazy, but they still get up and, and fight. Um, I, I just thought that the end of this match was ridiculous. Then FTR comes out uh, and, and then all of a sudden Butcher and the Blade lose their balls because all of a sudden they don't want anything to do with these guys. And it, it was, I don't know. Uh, and then the big brawl at the end and then, uh, you know, the FTR sort of hang helping the young bucks, but not really. But then at the end, they're kind of competing against each other to see who can beat up the other enemies better than the other at they, the same they, time. They, they, both, they both delivered spike power drivers. Right. Um, gotta say, all in all, the match was shit. Wasn't very good. Uh, the young bucks were entertaining, but definitely Havoc is, he is like the black hole of talent. I mean, he just sucks out anything good in this matches. Not good. Penelope Ford, yeah, she's super pretty and hot and stuff like that, but it's very annoying how much she actually interferes continuously. And mm-hmm. Kip Sabian, I would rather see this dude fighting, I'd rather see him fighting on his own or with a partner who had some talent. I remember um, when, when uh, we saw Kip Sabian for the first time, you yeah. you would actually said if you saw this guy again, you wouldn't remember his name, yet here we are talking about him all these hey, months well, later. Well, that's because he was. It, how much? The, I think the only reason we remember him is because of Penelope Ford <laughs> and the horrible Jimmy Havoc. So let's yeah. let's just say that out of the way. Um, we cut over after this to um, John Mock. Oh, we get we get stupid thing with Taz oh, and Brian Cage geez. mumbling on. That was just terrible. Yeah, terrible. Um, then we cut to uh, John Moxley. Uh, mm-hmm. He is talking trash in the back, and at least he was a little bit more believable. Uh, we cut over to Rick, to uh, to Rebel taking uh, Britt Baker out of the uh, dumpster. That was, was funny. It I was kind it. of funny. It was kind of funny. Um, and then Britt Baker saying that Big Swole will pay for this, literally, because she's going to make sure. Yeah, she, she was she, she was stuck in there for five hours. Yeah, but five Britt <laughs> Baker hours because that was less than an hour of actual time, which Rebel pointed out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Then we have Matt Hardy coming out onto the uh, out to the uh, commentator commentator table, and I'm not going to say I uh, I don't think he really off 
added very much to this match. His commentary really didn't really didn't give that much. It, it was neither here nor there. Okay. And so then we go into our main event of the evening, and surprise, surprise, another tag team match. A hell of a lot of teams out there today. Uh, we get the Sex Gods versus Best Friends. The Best Friends have put up their number one contendership. Why? Because they want to get revenge on Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara for what they did to uh, Orange Cassidy. So at least that kind of made sense. Now let's get some things out of the way. Chuck Taylor is looking a hell of a lot better each and every week. Um, I like the presentation tonight of the best friends. They pointed out in the commentary. They were overly aggressive. They were in your face. They were boom, boom, boom. Every time Chuck Taylor got in the ring, he ran over and clocked whoever was on the other side of the thing before he went after his opponent. Um, you got to think this was a great night for Chris Jericho. He literally spent 80% of the match just being hucked out onto the, to the side where he got to rest. Well, Guevara did all the wrestling. <laughs> Every time he'd get in, do one shot to me, usually it was Chuck Taylor, whip him out of the ring. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that went on for a while, which I, I found rather humorous. Um, best friends look really good tonight. Mm -hmm. I, I want to see them in this presentation more. Even Chuck E.T., he went out there and he took it to Jericho, you know? And uh, that's one thing I think they were intensity they were missing. Now, all through this match, I kept thinking, okay, when is Orange Cassidy going to get out here? You know Orange Cassidy is going to come running out. You know? And it was sort of funny because then out of nowhere that you just caught at the very bottom of your screen, the cameraman trips Chris Jericho as he goes off the road. <laughs> I paused it right away. And I said to my wife, who happened to be sitting there with the main event, I said, okay, I get it now. The cameraman's Orange Cassidy. She's like, what are you talking about? And I said, watch. I'm going to go back a set and look. And she's, she's like, oh, my God. The referee tripped, that, tripped Jericho. And I said, yes, because the referee is going to be Orange Cassidy. Sure enough, it was. And then let's give props to the dude because he reacted in the most realistic way. He unloaded on Jericho. He beat the snot out of Holy Jericho crap. like a very angry man. There was no goofy-ass hands in your pocket slow. Nope. None of that junk. He took it to Jericho and laid a whooping on him. And uh, that was good to see. That yep. makes me want to see uh, Jericho and uh, Orange Cassidy, Cassidy, which, yep. by the way, is going to be signed at Fighter Fest. So that match will be coming, and I'm glad. It, it, this gave me the impetus to want to watch it. Mm -hmm. um, now let's get into this overall about tonight's AEW. Tonight's AEW, there was some good stuff. There was some terrible stuff. Yeah. There was some mid-ass stuff. Um, I think in all consciousness, I'm going to have to give it a B-. minus. Yeah, I was just thinking that as well. I'm going to go with a B minus too. So, um, like I said, folks, uh, there are some points. I mean, there's some good stuff in there. I really thought with Sex God versus Best Friends, and uh, I really thought Cody's match was really uh, fun. Um, I think the QT Marshall uh, match was terrible. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess one of the natural nightmares versus uh, the best tag team ever. No, um. Is it just Spears? Is that a weird name? National Nightmares? It's just dumb. Just... <laughs> and it makes no sense because they're both references to Cody Rhodes. <laughs> he used to call himself the Natural and then his brother's the Nightmare. So, yeah, I don't know why they're the Natural Nightmares. That's, that's right, Marshall. You, you suck so hard, you don't even get an input in your team. Um, MJF versus Wardlow. Uh, sorry, MJF versus Billy Gunn. Sort of in between, had a good ending to it, although the, the pull-away brawl at the end was kind of dumb. Uh, the Young Bucks, uh, man, this was not that good of a match. And the ending at least put forward a bit of a story. 
so yeah, I'm going to give it a B minus. You know, folks, AW, check it out. They say it's a dynamite. Now, we reached the end of the show, and uh, we have nothing that has been, as Tony would say, egregious. To or or insubordinate. <laughs> well, insubordinate. I don't know that's a word I want to use. But anyways, <laughs> nothing really egregious. And uh, so do we have nothing for the book this week? We're not even going to go over the book this week. Do we want to go over the book? Do we want to go over the book this week? Or no? Uh, I'm going to let you pick, Elio. Do we want to go over the book or no? No, it's the, I think it's to see uh, what we have in there. All right. Re- let's go re- the book. Refresh, refresh uh, okay. our memory. I'm getting my angry. I'm getting my angry vibes on. Okay. I'm ready to lose my poop here, boys. Let's put that poop oh. in the bottle. Oh. Okay. Let's okay, here we take go. a look. Slowly, the great book opens. We have Brian Cage's Box Wolverine Mutton Chops. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's got to stay. He looks like a freaking cartoon and a bad cartoon with steroids. He's got I, this I'm giant... Not, I'm not a fan of Brian Cage. Either am I. He looks like a weird action figure. He's like got <laughs> this great big body and a tiny little head. Yeah. <laughs> not digging it. Sorry, no. You stay in the book. We have Cody's ugly tattoo. Oh, that is such a gross-ass tattoo. It still hasn't grown on me. It's still going to stay in until I can accept it. And we have the Dark Order. The Dark Order. They stink so harsh. Uh, yeah, not digging them at all. They're going to stay in. Then we have Emmy Sakura's microphone. We haven't even seen her. We haven't seen her in a long time, so I think maybe we can take that one out of the book. Okay, so we'll take yeah. Emmy Sakura's microphone. You are out of the book. Next. Next, we have Matt Hardy. You know what? Uh, I want to take him out, but he might just blow it next week. So let's give it one more week. Okay. okay. If we'll he comes in. Matt Hardy next week to see if yeah, I he's got see some goofy ass crap. He's yep. back and he stays. Okay. Next. Richie, two titles. Always stinks. Anyone who calls themselves two titles deserves a dick slap in the face of an elephant. <laughs> then we have Michael Dacosola's debacle. Okay, that is just garbage. That crap stays in. Then we have the MLW writers. Oh, yeah. Um, well, we, haven't, we can't really judge it right now, so I'm going to defer that one. Okay. It's sort of there, but not, because there's not anything going on in you that's giving any writing, so... Okay, then we have the NJPW commentary team. Oh, God, if that Gino... Gino fat, Gambino? If Jan, Gino Gambino is still on the team, I'd be very sorely disappointed. <laughs> uh, Kevin Kelly's great, though, isn't he? You son of a... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I enjoy him more than the other guy. Really. Oh, yeah, nobody likes Gambino. He's ridiculous. All right, they stay. Then we have Tully Blanchard, stinky old rotten glove. Yeah, they didn't even... They showed that two weeks ago now and not even a reference about it. So, and I'm sorry if you say, oh, well, if you watch Dark. No, I'm not watching Dark. I'm not watching Dark. I'm not watching <laughs> Main Event. I'm, I'm watching from crap shows. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of good that we did look at the book because we took something out of the book. Alrighty. And what is in our all-time our all, crack open the thing and let's take a oh, look at the all times. chapter of losers. The yeah, perpetual chapter. losers. Okay. That word that begins with F. Always going to be in there. 
Nein, schon McGinnis. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's perpetual. He's a perpetual loser, yeah. Sammy Callahan. Always. Do we have Tommy Dreamer? Always. You know that. Come on, man. Jimmy Havoc. Always. And uh, the stable gun. Always. And, of course, the picture-in-picture thing. Oh, God. Yep, none of those things have changed any iota in my heart. I hate them Which, all. Which, I, I, I don't know if, uh, you know, like every time they said they were going into picture-in-picture, picture, well, I was watching it on my iPad right. tonight, but every time, picture, picture? every time they said we're going to go into picture-in-picture, picture, it never did. Yeah, I was going to say that. I didn't really, I wasn't paying a ton of attention, but there was one time near the second last match where uh, they said, okay, I think it was during the Young Bucks thing. They were like, okay, we're going to picture. And he said, oh, say hello to picture in picture. And then it just went to a commercial. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that's about. Yeah, the book, the book is, is, is our ever-growing uh, poetry of hate. <laughs> to certain members of the professional wrestling world. Uh, I'm sure it's not as uh, big of a book as the guys over at WPOV. Yeah, but they're bigger jerks than we are. <laughs> We're Canadians, man. We try and be nice. We're not usually nice, but we try to be nice. Or we act like we're nice. And we are, we say A a lot. I don't say A during the day at all, so I don't know why Rick Serrano thinks that's a, such a thing. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, you know what, fans? It's been another another interesting week. Quarantine mm-hmm. is, the actual quarantine isolation thing has been tough. It's been rough. You know, still and, no libraries open. Still none of the things you like. If you, know much- if you want to pick up a book, movie, or whatever, you have to do the curbside pickup. They're open. Yeah. They deliver curbside. No give curb stomps, by the way. Curb stomps will set you to prison. Um, <laughs> I got to say, you know, Elio, the hardest for me is, man, I am missing me going to a movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I got all these streaming services and apps and, and whatever. But just the, to me, the magic of sitting in a movie theater, eating yep. a bag of popcorn and just being caught up in the immersion. Miss that crap. I, I Before this before the whole COVID thing had us all locked away, I literally went to a movie a week. A movie a week, Elio. I mean, that adds up. I was seeing lots I of remember movies. One week we even watched that movie, The Gentleman. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, um, I'm missing those kind of things. And, you know, there's all these phases where we are that they're slowly opening up. But I got to admit, I am a little frightened that it might be too soon. And that we have not seen the end of our COVID academic. Like every, every, academic. every time I bring up the library, I'm like, I can't wait for the library to open up. And like uh, people here tell me, well, you know, be careful. Like, um, you know, like don't, don't be in a rush. I'm like, I'm just saying, I can't wait for it to open up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We, uh, things are like, we want things back, but at the same time, you know what? Let's just take your time because sure we miss these things, but do we really want to get sick? Do we really want to mm-hmm. have this thing still lingering on? I think they, I think I heard that there's like a new there there was another outbreak over in China. Yeah, there's outbreaks constantly. Yesterday in British Columbia, they identified five coworkers oh. at a uh, fast food restaurant at the same oh. restaurant, all tested positive. Wow. So you know what? We're not out of the woods yet, and it's easy because it's been frustrating being stuck at home and stuff. But just hold in there, fans. Hold in there. Um, check out some of the stuff. You know what? There's some cool things that are non-wrestling related that uh, keep me occupied. I'm going to tell you a couple of them right now, okay? Things to check out if you're bored. Musically, 
download the new Run the Jewels 4 album. Awesome stuff. Uh, hardcore rap band with a lot of message about stuff going on today. Mm -hmm. um, now, I like some weird music, so I'm going to also pick the, the Russian Village Boys. Just put out a new album a couple weeks ago. Something uh, called? Russian Village Boys are the guys who, I don't, they sang Sukublat. They were the guys singing with the, the DJ in that one. Um, Thanks, okay, thanks. I know that uh, one band that you that we've had uh, playing at the end of uh, a few episodes. Yeah, that was DJ Blackman. Okay. But uh, he's worked with the Russian Village Boys on a couple songs. But they have a new album out. It's kind of fun, crazy Russian techno mixed with stuff. A uh, little bit lighthearted. Um, television shows. There's some great shows right now on streaming services. Uh, from Amazon, I would this week uh, recommend Upload. Uh, which was really fun. Um, also, I'd recommend, uh, if you like a crazy superhero stuff, try The Boys. And uh, also American Gods, high concept stuff there, if you really want to be with the thinking stuff. Over on Netflix, The Last Kingdom, awesome show. Been loving mm -hmm. it. It's about uh, Alfred the Great, and it's a sort of semi-autobiographical action, mythical story about the, the forming of England. Um, lots of stuff. It's sort of like, I always describe it as Game of Thrones with a lot less incest and rape. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then the Ozark. Ozark is a really crazy ass show. I heard about that one. Loving it. It stars Jason Bateman, who's usually a comedian in most of the stuff Jason he does. Jason Bateman, what? Jason Bateman is the main guy. Hey. And he plays a guy who launders money for the Mexican cartel. Wow. And they go to execute him because they think him and his partner have been smuggling money, like embezzling money. He, to keep his life alive, promises that he can launder $500 million in five years out of the Ozarks. Wow. Interesting show. Uh, lots of betrayal, lots of drug stuff. It's, it's a really good hard-hitting show. Would suggest that. So there's lots of cool stuff. And I'm going to throw something really crazy out here. Oh. Yesterday, or the day before, I was sitting around and I thought, I want some old school science fiction. Something like, you know, I don't know, Babylon 5 or older, you know. So yeah. I go on to Tubi and uh, they have, uh, I come I stumble across a show, Elio, that is so old. Uh, I was, it's 1975. I was five years old when it came out. Okay, you would have been like one. And uh, <laughs> it's got some cool story in it, but because of when it's out, I mean, the special effects are like on par with the original Star Wars or even worse. Okay. You know, it's pretty hard to get. And it, because it's a product of the mid 70s, they're all wearing like clothes that look like seriously, they just got out of a disco. <laughs> and, uh, and then the theme music. Oh, my God. I have I'm going to send you the trailer for this, dude, because you're just going to be like, what? Okay. Because or the beginning of one, because the episode starts with the serious music. And they're all got this kind of thing where the camera's on them and they're looking off and then the, the camera kind of turns to the building, you know? And uh, it seems very serious and this music and then this, they show this like model because spaceship, it's a model. Really. What is this? Crashes down. What is this? I'm going to tell you in a sec. Okay. And then the music turns into, I swear to God, disco, Starsky and Hutch type. <laughs> you know, and you're like, what the hell? The show is called Space 1999. And it's a joint Canadian-Italian. Better check it out, Elliot. Oh, it's from Italy. It's a joint Canadian-Italian-British show. There's Canadian actors, British actors, and Italian actors in it. And uh, special effects atrocious. <laughs> but if you're a science fiction fan, it's kind of got some cool stuff to it. 
you know? So give that a shot. It's like me watching Dark Shadows. Some of the effects in that show were ridiculous. (laughs) And okay, and the last thing that I'm going to throw out this week, okay? I just saw this movie literally this afternoon. I had seen a trailer for this uh, a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, The show's called Guardian or Guardians. Okay. Okay. And it's a show, it's a movie. It's a superhero movie mm-hmm. with all these people with powers and stuff, but it's made from Russia and it's set in Russia. And that one, I'm so sending you the trailer for buddy. Cause you can find it on Tubi. I think you can even watch it on net uh, YouTube for free. Okay. Um, there is a dude who is like this ninja that teleports around and kills people. There's a girl who turns invisible there's a dude who levitates rocks and flies with them. And then the best, there is a dude who turns into a giant bear with a big Gatling gun. Wow. It is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> wow. but it's crazy. But I watched it and I was like, man, I want to see more of this. You know, the, the, the dubbing's atrocious, egregious. But uh, <laughs> what do you expect, right? But uh, good on the Russians, man. They went all, they went balls into the wall to make a, a superhero movie here. So check those out. Uh, and MLW, yeah, if you want to check back some of the history of MLW, anthology every week for free. Mm-hmm. AEW Dynamite, still going on. Looks like we got New Japan back. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, believe I, I believe stay. I had a couple of dates. Uh, they released more dates in July. Yep. That's awesome. I want to know if they're running the G1 this year. Uh, note. I didn't, see, really I didn't that, see that in the lineup, but they're running the our big thing that's our big year that's bigger than wrestle kingdom for us they're, they're running a new japan road oh road to what road to elio's house <laughs> and then <laughs> and then a summer struggle summer struggle <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what it's called from cork and hall the summer struggle anyhow folks uh check out the wrestling check out the fun things elio uh, it's been fun as always to hang with you this week, talk some wrestling, talk some oh, other stuff. Fun. Fans, we love you all. We want to send out a special warm greetings to everyone across the world. It's this is some tough times. You know what? Wash your hands and be nicer to each other. It doesn't matter what color your skin is, it doesn't matter what your belief is, it doesn't matter where you're from. We're all human beings. Let's just be nice to each other. And wear a mask, even though it isn't Halloween yes. yet. Wear a mask also, and I don't mean a Halloween mask. Wear a mask <laughs> to protect you from breathing on others. <laughs> So I want to say goodbye and goodnight to all. And Elio, say goodnight to the good people. All right, fans, we'll talk to you all next week.